the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is Bob Bernie Live, and it is also the uh, Don Crow Show. We are simulcasting, but the telephone number works wherever you are listening. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. President Biden and uh, First Lady Jill Biden are in Hawaii for a short time. Um, after enormous pressure, uh, the President of the United States refused to make any comments about the tragedy in Hawaii, uh, confirmed it is the worst wildfire in at least 100 years. It is very likely to become the worst wildfire in American history. It is one of the worst natural disasters in American history. And yet it was days before the president said anything. Uh, To to my knowledge, this is is unprecedented. I have watched earthquakes in California. The president immediately comes and, and talks about the, the efforts of the government, so forth, Katrina, Hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, it has become standard for the leader of the country. And this goes back this goes back to Abraham Lincoln and before to try to draw the country together, draw attention to the needs and so forth. It was days. The uh, president, when first asked about it, simply said, no comment. Really? Well, enormous pressure. Uh, almost two weeks after the fire, the uh, president and first lady are there today. <clears throat> they will first take a uh, uh, helicopter tour of uh, the devastation, and uh, then they will go to the town of Lahaina. I, I keep hearing it pronounced Lahaina and Lahaina. I, I don't know. Uh but then he's going to visit and talk to local people and so forth. I think he's going to get an earful. I have heard so many people on the ground complaining about the lack of government response from the president, FEMA, and so forth. Uh, so enough of the president and his action or inaction. But yesterday afternoon... Hawaii Governor Josh Green said during a press conference, there are still more than 1, 
thousand people unaccounted for. Now, they're not using the word missing any longer. They're saying unaccounted. Now, common sense would tell you that as much time as has passed, those that survived, those that escaped, have contacted family, friends, government agencies, and so forth. You would think, you would think that most people who survived have reached out to someone. Hey, we're okay, we're safe, we escaped, and so forth. There are over 1,000 people that no one has heard from and are unaccounted for. And um, as I said last week, and I do not want to be macabre, but just to try to explain the, the disaster. The fire was so intense that many, if not most, of the bodies were reduced to complete ash, like cremation. Some of you have had loved ones or a pet cremated, and all of their remains is in a little urn, just ashes. Well, the fire was so intense that many of these people, they may never, in fact, many of them may never, ever be identified which is going to make it incredibly difficult for family because there's no proof of death. They just disappeared. They're gone. And there's no real way of knowing. Are they alive somewhere? Or did they perish in the flames? It's going to be a humanitarian and legal nightmare to try to identify those that are still unaccounted for. Uh, The governor said there are going to be people that will never be found because of how intense the fire was. But he assured people that state officials were doing everything they could with the FBI to try to identify any remains they happened to find. There are um, 41 dogs, uh, cadaver dogs, Uh, that are being used presently. Um, The uh, impact zone, as they're calling it, about 85% of the uh, impact zone has now been um, combed through for um, remnants of those lost. And now, quote, this is again from the governor, Now we go into the larger buildings, which require peeling back some of the floors, the structures, and so forth. The last 15%, these are the tall structures, large buildings, and so forth, that have not yet um, been examined. He said, quote, that last 15% could take weeks. Um, My goodness. And then, of course, we have California. My home state and uh, my, you know, I grew up in the L.A. area, uh, is being hammered by Hillary, uh, no longer a hurricane, now a tropical storm. And uh, most of the most severe weather has now left Southern California, San Diego, Los Angeles, and so forth. And now it's proceeding north into Nevada and uh, record... Now, 
get this. The news media is making a big deal out of record rainfall in Southern California. And listen, I am not diminishing the storms, the flooding, and so forth. But news often is built on sensationalism. So you're going to hear this town in Southern California, record rainfall. This town, record rainfall. This town, record rainfall. You need to understand something. It never rains in Southern California in August. Never. It never rains in August. I mean, you might get a couple drops of rain, a hundredth of an inch or something like that. So most of the areas in Southern California, including San Diego, if they would get a half inch of rain, which would be nothing in Ohio or Washington or Maryland or Virginia, that would be a record. A half inch would be a record. Now, some of the areas are getting three inches of rain. Some of the mountain areas are getting 12 and 13 inches of rain in a short period of time. Massive mudslides. The uh, mayor of Palm Springs said, if you're in Palm Springs, stay there. There is no way in or out of Palm Springs. You can't get in or out. It's completely surrounded by floodwaters. So, it is serious. It is an incredibly, incredibly unusual. The last time a storm like this hit Southern California was in the 1930s. Again, it doesn't rain in the summertime in California. So there are a lot of people to be thinking about and uh, praying for and to thank God, for your safety, when you're not in the middle of it, when you're not impacted by it, it's easy just to say, eh, it's no big deal. It is to these people. A lot of people in California are going to lose their homes. Uh, It's going to be weeks before some of these mudslides will be uh, taken care of, roads washed out, bridges washed out. Pray for those folks. Pray for them. And of course, don't forget the folks in Hawaii. All right, we'll return. Hey, welcome back to Bobberty Live and the Don Crow Show. Uh, To our friends, listeners in Washington, D.C., you've probably seen this, but um, crime is absolutely rampant in America today. And one thing is absolutely unmistakable. The amount of crime in America has escalated tremendously since Joe Biden became president. Oh, Bob, you can't blame everything on Biden. No, and I'm I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. You know, maybe it's just a complete coincidence. But uh, Washington, D.C., folks, you may have seen this in your local news, a uh, very popular giant food store 
serving Ward 8. More than 85,000 people in Ward 8. And it's basically the only major grocery store in Ward 8 in Washington, D.C. Looks like it will probably have to close. Why? They have reported over one half million dollars in product loss because of shoplifting. Let me uh, let me read the story out of Washington D.C. As cities across the U.S. grapple with a growing shoplifting problem, a Washington D.C. grocery store may be on the verge of closure after rampant theft has depleted much of its resources. A popular giant food store reported more than a half million dollars in product loss due to shoplifting. Uh, The store's management equates shoplifting to roughly 20% of all of their sales. They're losing 20% through shoplifting. Quote, uh, this is from uh, management at the giant grocery store. The store has had to stop suspects 135 times. More than double that are shoplifters that were not stopped. Uh, They began locking up almost everything in the store. Uh, People are still finding ways to shoplift, and they are at a breaking point. Point. Uh, giant President Ira Kress told a Washington, D.C. radio station, Thieves are stealing everything at the chain's outlets, from food to beauty products. Some giant locations have begun placing products behind a lock and key. And I, I thought this was interesting. This, again, is the president of giant food stores, He added that shoplifting has increased five to ten times in the last three years. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see what's happened in America in the last three years. The uh, Biden administration. The chain has 165 locations across Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Again, let me repeat that. The president of Giant Supermarkets says that shoplifting has increased five to ten times in just the last three years. And so they're closing. Well, it's not just happening in Washington, D.C. In fact... Um, take a look at any major American city under Democratic leadership. No, I'm serious. Well, Bob, you're just you're just biased against Democrats. Well, just okay. Take a look at any American major American city under Democratic leadership, and take a look at crime. Take a look at shoplifting. Take a look at homicides. Take a a look at carjackings. 
and you will find something absolutely consistent. Crime is through the roof. You probably saw out in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles area, uh, just, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, I think, a mob of 30 masked bandits stole more than $300,000 worth of merchandise from a single Nordstrom store in Canoga Park. Uh, That was on August 12th. And this is happening all over Los Angeles. So, in order to combat this, the city of Los Angeles and Los Angeles County has formed a task force. Now, this is not funny because people are are impacted. But the answer always from the liberal left, throw more money at it and form a task force. It's what you always do. We have a terrible problem with crime here in Columbus, Ohio. So what did the mayor and city council do? Put more money out and formed a task force. Do they ever work? No. Does the increased money ever decrease crime? Hardly ever. And so once again, uh, we have out in Los Angeles County and the city of Los Angeles, quote, Los Angeles is launching a new task force to address organized retail crime in the region, officials have announced. The task force will include multiple Southern California law enforcement agencies, including the Los Angeles Police Department, Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, as well as the U.S. Marshals Apprehension Task Force, the Federal Bureau of Investigation Apprehension Task Force, and the L.A. Mayor's Office. Yeah. Form a task force. Raise taxes. Throw more money at it. What about, in you know, like enforcing the law? Punishing those who commit crimes? Nah, that'll never work. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.